1: And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. Joining me in studio are my two guests with Better Days 2020. We'll talk about that. Catherine Kitterman, she's a historical director of Better Days 2020, and Naomi Watkins, the director of education, and one of the authors of the book that we're going to be talking about today called Champions of Change. Is that correct? That's correct. So we get to call you an author as well. Yes. Well, welcome, Naomi. Thank you so Thank much, you. Catherine, for being here. I um, I have been aware of the efforts of Better Days 2020 for, for quite a while, and I've really respected what you're doing. But I would like to start and roll backwards. For those who are unaware of what Better Days 2020 is, let's talk generally, and then we're going to talk about this exciting book, because there's so much that you do. So tell us about um, Better Days 2020.
0: So Better Days 2020 is a nonprofit dedicated to popularizing Utah women's history through art, education, and legislation. And it came on the scene because our two co-founders, Nyla McBain and Mandy Grant, realized that there's this synergy between these anniversaries about women's suffrage, which is about voting rights. Um, it's the, going to be the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which extended voting rights to women 2020. But what a lot of people don't know is that Utah's, Utah women were voting 50 years before the amendment was ratified. I
1: think that's really important for, for us to hit. And I, and you're the
2: historical director, I should say. Did you come from a historical background, Catherine? Yeah, I'm currently working with a PhD at American University, but my focus is on Mormon women's suffrage petitioning. So right in line with the goals of better days to right. uncover that history. Help me, because I want to go from
1: there. So Mormon women active in the suffrage movement if we were voting 50 i wasn't in utah so let me say this the women in utah were voting 50 years before the rest of the country so were they active in that movement prior to their right to vote and or afterwards to help the rest of the country have that ability
2: they're actually doing both so what a lot of people don't know is that after utah women gained voting rights in 1870 were voting for several years And they were eventually disenfranchised by Congress. Um, There were a lot of issues at play there. Polygamy was the main one. Congress was trying to get rid of polygamy. One of the measures it took was to disenfranchise or take the voting rights away from all women in Utah, whether they were Mormon or not, single or married. That happened in 1887 after they'd been voting for 17 years. And during their fight to keep the vote, which was ultimately unsuccessful, but then to regain the vote, that's when Utah women started reaching out to national suffrage organizations and building those connections, first to protect their own voting rights and regain them, and then to work for a constitutional amendment for the rest of the country. I'm going to take a deep breath there, because I'm
1: thinking that as as we go to school, we do, you know, oh gosh, we do have a statue of somebody who is a, you know, a, a female leader in Utah up at the state capitol. To me, when I think of... History. So much of women's involvement in, in political involvement, social involvement is often kind of missing just a small little chapter here, because I'm looking in the eyes now of, of the author, Naomi. And so as part of Better Days 2020, we're talking about sharing history for us to understand and respect the power tell women have had in the past and have also in the future. Right. And being able to change, change things. And you were trying to capture that in this book.
0: Yeah, so, um, Catherine and I are both not from Utah originally. We grew up, um, I grew up in California and Catherine grew up in Arizona. And this isn't a un- problem unique to Utah. It's a national or even international problem that, um, Women's history, right, is often absent from curriculum, from textbooks, from the national narrative. Um, I didn't grow up learning about California women, um, in California schools. And we tend to focus on a few women, right? We learn about Rosa Parks or Harriet Tubman or Martha Washington, the founding mothers. Um, but, you know, I was often left with the impression that women in the West didn't really do much. Um, you know, they were frontier women. They, so that meant that they were taking care of their homes, but, they were they were alongside the men working together and um, ad- obviously advocating for their rights because, I mean, Utah obviously was here years before voting, but the West led the way in the suffrage movement, even though we think about it as being a very Eastern story. I just need you to pause on that, too,
1: because I like to have just a minute of pride. Yes. <laughs> I think that is, I'm, and I'm from the West as well, California schools. And even though I'm older than you, I didn't really read much more than I'll add the name of maybe Betsy Ross yes. uh, to women's history. And, and to me, the reason why uh, this is so important is that um, men and women, it's so obvious to say it now, but it wasn't obvious 50 years ago and wasn't obvious 100 years ago. But for me to say men and women have equal opportunity i should should have opportunity to influence the lives around them whether it be politically corporately you know neighborhoods or what and and so for years they have been doing that and yet we haven't had the role models when young women are are growing up they haven't learned like they go okay you know george washington was on the Potomac. you know what we need to know to me in life is to see truly impact that strong women have had in history in order for us to grow up the right perspective of the kind of influence young women can have in the future
0: yeah definitely and as an educator like that's particularly important i think to make sure that there's representation in our curriculum of all kinds of people because we have all kinds of people going to school it's not just one group Um, and it's important for those who are in those groups to see people like themselves but also for people who are not to see other people different than them making change i think is so we're talking genders, we're talking people of different ethnicities,
1: right? The uh, disabilities. All of this. Yes. To see the wide spectrum of individuals that are in our world, reflected in the literature uh, and in the history that we're in. So I am loving this. I wanted to go quickly to Champions of Change, this book, because we're going to come back. We have elections coming around the corner, which uh, makes this 100th anniversary even more important. So I want to get into that uh, for a bit. But for the... Just joined us. We are talking about Better Days 2020. Katherine Kitterman, she's the historical director of this initiative with Better Days 2020, and Naomi Watkins, its director of education. I'm looking at an incredibly beautiful book and our illustrations of women from different chapters in history. And it's called Champions of Change 25 Women Who Made History, co authored by Naomi Watkins and Katherine Kitterman. Tell me about this book.
2: This book grew out of an illustration project that was really Naomi's brainchild, but um, we worked with local Utah illustrator Brooke Smart to commission a series of illustrations of 50 advocates for Utah women. And some of those are suffragists, some of those are women who lived 100 years later, some of them are educators, some of them were businesswomen, all sorts of different people who have made change happen and who have advocated community a better place and so that series has gone into schools it's part of a curriculum in many ways and we're working on lots of other projects the art will be traveling the state and exhibit but one of the neat things that's happened also is that the first 25 of those illustrations have been put into this book so we've got biographies and illustrations for each of 25 women actually it's 24 women and one man the token um, man <laughs> <but> <laughs> men can work for women's rights as well Oh, I think this is just, you know, the first half of those illustrations, but it's a great way to show the richness of Utah history and women in the West who were doing things that we don't normally hear about when we hear about those national stories to see that there are lots of different ways to make change. Not everybody runs for office in order to make their community a better place.
1: And one thing I also want to say as a disclaimer is, is that we live in an environment that has been hyper politicized Mm -hmm. and it's important for me to say the idea that reflecting women's role in history, encouraging women to vote, to encourage women to recognize the leadership they have and can have, not about a specific party in mind. This is life. This is just saying we are all contributors. We are all potential influencers. We should recognize that about ourselves and encourage much more of this influence from all genders, all backgrounds, people of all. So I just wanted to remove politics for a minute and just push it to the side. But we are going to go back to voting because <laughs> we do not want to remove ourselves. And we do have to do this in that area, don't we? So by the way, this book, Champions of Change, it's out when, and how do we get this? Because to me, I would love to have this as a bedside table. I would love to have this in my children's reading room, those kind of things, schools.
0: So it's available starting August 20th, so Tuesday, and you can pre-order it beforehand, but um, it will also make a really good gift for Women's Equality Day, which is August 26th, which is the anniversary of the amendment ratification. So Women's Equality Day, yep, August 26th.
1: Mm-hmm said it is out at that time so it'll be out august
0: 20th so you Mm -hmm. can buy it
2: at your local book bookseller. you can pre-order it now as well
1: okay champions of change and i'm just going to say go get it you're going to want to have this so that's fantastic i love that it coincides with the anniversary the 100th years well
0: and i just want to add that i think it's really important to know about the people who built the community that you live in right so being someone who's to Utah, It's been really gratifying to learn about the people who came before and not just the people that I've known about, but to know about the women who have laid groundwork for a lot of the things that we're still talking about today. They're advocating for clean air. They were advocating for, um, you know, equal pay. They were, you know, looking at um, extending um, educational opportunities for all types of well, medical care, medical care. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. Dr. Martha Hughes Cannon, who started the first state board of health here. We we're still um, living with on top within the work that they've that they built over a hundred years ago. These are champions of change from Utah. The majority of them are. They all have Utah ties. So um, Susan B. Anthony, who most people have heard of because she's a very well-known suffragist. um, She's a New Yorker, but she had ties to Utah women here and came to Salt Lake City twice, actually.
1: That's extraordinary. I love that. I I love that so very, very much. Better Days 2020. We're talking to Naomi Watkins and Catherine Kitterman. So the new book is out. Well, it's out. So you're listening to this interview, so you're going to want to grab it. Champions of Change. The 100th Anniversary. Twenty-six, celebrating one hundred years of the vote. Tell me, as Better Days twenty twenty, what does that mean to you? The the importance for us to take a pause on that day and realize. I mean, are we voting proportionately, men and women? Let's can we open that up for just a
2: bit? Okay, and let's not do it. Everywhere, interestingly, in the early days of Utah suffrage, women were voting sometimes even more than men. So I think that's something we can look back on. And there are a lot of different reasons to have apathy sometimes. I think and to not feel like your voice makes a difference, but I think as we look back on contributions and the work that the, these women did, I think it can empower us in a way to see the problems in our community, to to understand what's going on, but then also to feel like people working together for change can actually make a difference.
1: Once upon a time, I was o- involved in um, TV production of um, televised debates, political debates, and I'd have opportunity to meet and talk with the political science professors. One of the things they noted is that more confrontational and ugly politics became the fewer individuals voted. In other words, kind of like advertising campaigns and messages were yucky. It may left with that sense of disillusionment and it's too much. And we can, and I don't know if that's still the trend it was years ago, but when we lean back, it feels like when people who want to influence the world for good should be leaning forward. So you almost have to push and lean to vote, understanding against your instinct a bit and go towards better knowledge.
2: And I think looking toward the past can provide us inspiration and models for that action. So we see people who have made all sorts of things happen or who have advocated for causes that were important to them. And sometimes I think we skip over the messy history that happened in between we think like they had an idea and they made it happen and it was really easy but i think when you learn more about their story when you learn about the disagreements they had with other people the roadblocks they ran into in the way when you read about their parents i think that helps you understand what tools you can use in your own life for the problems that we're facing today i think it's it's more heartening than disheartening to look realize that there have always been problems and it's always taken a while to get a coalition together, to convince people, to bring people together to a place where we can really make something good happen in our community. Mm, I had that aha
1: moment. I was doing some research on Rosa Parks years ago, and, and there was a woman's magazine that I was fortunate enough to, to write a column for. And what I learned was so interesting because her, her incident on the bus wasn't just a one-off. Over and over again, as she would finish a long, hard work day, she would have to face the prejudice and board that bus and try to stand up or sit down for her right over and over again. And it had been something, individuals in her community and in that part of our country had over and over had been a long, and I think of her now when I think of Rosa, I think of her weary. And so that think of a weary, hardworking, tired woman just was determined to continue to push for her right. That changed it for me, That my impression and, and I think when you talk about looking at history and finding inspiration right here from champions within, you know, Utah ties, it, it does. It changes the story. It means if I'm going through hard times, that's what happens to make things good.
0: Well, and it makes it so that you're more likely to do something as simple, something as simple as voting. I mean, we think of it as being a simple thing because, you know, we weren't alive in 1920 or prior before that. And when you talk to kids today about how couldn't vote their minds are blown it's like a world without cell phones like what do you mean that women couldn't vote it's so foreign and strange to them um and talking about this story and how it's still a very current story that people and groups are being disenfranchised or um there's voting you know blocks to prevent people from voting or to make it more difficult to vote i mean that's still happening now it's still a very contemporary conversation as opposed to just this thing in the past that happened and is done um i mean fortunately or unfortunately it's still a relevant conversation
1: yeah, it is. And, and what's interesting to me is that the more we can honestly look at history, when I say honestly, um, you know, history is written by the victors, they say, or, you know, we, we it's okay to acknowledge that The suffering and the mistakes that have made in the past. In fact, it's so important to do and to acknowledge when people have been disenfranchised or injured or hurt. That doesn't make, in my mind, us a lesser country, it makes us a stronger country to say we can see that as humans, we were vulnerable in the past to doing things that would be unfair to others. So how am I doing today? How, you know, how am I as an individual? How's my state? How's my country? And, and I, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. Um, it's a beautiful thing to pause and think. For those who just joined us, this is a Kitterman and Naomi Watkins with Better Days 2020. We did reference a few minutes ago the new book that's coming out called Champions of Change. To me, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet. It's beautiful. I would say that it is. Perfect for readers from the ages of age seven to 107. Do you have a target, uh, age that you've written this book for? Because it will be in Utah schools too, correct?
0: Yes. So we, um, we've written an entire curriculum for, um, Utah, sc- well, not just Utah schools. I mean, we would hope schools. That, that schools yes. will yeah. use this curriculum, um, targeting, Specifically, Utah history and American history courses, and it's available online at utawomenshistory.org. And we just did a training today with Salt Lake City School the Salt Lake City School District, um, talking to them about this history and all the great resources we have and materials, not just for educators but also for the public. So things like coloring pages or a walking tour of downtown Salt Lake City, looking at suffrage sites. Or, um, Catherine's been working really hard on a local history project where you can click on a county in Utah and learn about the women where you live, which Very I think is a done. really cool project. Now,
1: Naomi, what's your background um, prior to joining Better Days 2020?
0: So I, um, used to teach middle school English and so I'm not, yeah, I'm not a historian, although we joke now that I deserve a honorary history degree from work. Um, I'm just going to print one out, but, um, I and then I did my PhD at the University of Utah in literacy, so I am a, a teacher educator, um, researcher, and passionate about passionate about women's mm-hmm. women's stories because I was looking for models as a young girl myself and had a hard time finding them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty sobering. <laughs> and, and so for me, um, I honor the work that you are doing because I think it's extraordinary. We've, we've heard, you know, we, we learn, we've got actively, le- uh, research going on and why don't women see themselves as leaders? Why do some and do some others? And, you know, we, we're, we're coming a long way. And, and I was expressing to my daughter-in-laws, you know, and just my mom's generation, she didn't do the checkbook. That just, It was not like walking into a bank and opening up your own checking account. It might have been legally, it wasn't done. I mean, it was the man that had the that. I mean, we are still in such a stage of growth and potential. We just don't always see the curtains that are kind of in front of until they're drawn open. So this curriculum, right. you're hoping
2: that will be introduced in school districts? Yes, and it's mm-hmm. been taught in the past year, and then this year as well, we've been doing teacher trainings, as Naomi said. and um, We also have a lot of resources for educators that point out on, on History.org there are also trading cards so these illustrations are available the full 50 will be available soon um there's Utah a women's history.org okay and so those feature Artwork as well as information about and photographs of the women on the back. And there's a lot of other ways to get involved. There are public festivals. There are events happening around Utah in the next year. And those are great. Also, this artwork. So, these series of 50 illustrations will be touring the state. They're opening an exhibit at Salt Lake Community College um, just next week on Tuesday. 20th and it'll so run through the 30th imagine of on easels the artwork you can That's see one? it there all the originals okay. will be there all 50 mm-hmm. um with the stories with the stories short versions. we
0: haven't yeah. seen all 50 in one space ourselves <laughs> and i was telling the teachers today that i mean i'm so used to walking into halls or buildings and it's like the board of director pictures and they're all men um to walk into a space of Images of all women, women leaders, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm preparing myself for an emotional experience mm-hmm. um, and to um, be for that work, then to travel the state. There's something really important about seeing original artwork and not just reproductions. Um, Brooke works in watercolor um, and she's been a fabulous partner in this project Um going through a lot of different iterations of the illustrations we've been working a lot with family descendants and different scholars of these women to make sure that the stories and the illustrations about them are authentic and accurate so we've had to revise things and you know based on the fact that you know like the nose was not quite right so we had to get the right nose or um, you know we, we have a lot several native women who are in the illustrations and being not, not native ourselves working with those tribes and people from the U tribes. tribe or yeah mm-hmm. so you know something is what I mean as simple or I mean I don't want to say it's trivial but something very simple as detailed yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that um, Annie Dodge Wainika is in the book and she's a Navajo woman and Brooke had originally depicted her in a Navajo blanket sitting in a radio station she was a radio radio host. She had a show that she did in Navajo. And the feedback we got was that she would never wear that inside. So those aren't things that we know being an outsider. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, when people who were insiders saw these illustrations, they knew that they were true to those people. That's
1: really important. When when will we see the art on display at the Salt Lake Community College? So that
2: opens Tuesday, August 20th, and that's up through September 30th. It'll be traveling throughout the state to about seven or eight different places over the next year. So
1: if we want to see where, because obviously I live an hour and 20 minutes south, and even though I work in downtown Salt Lake, so I get a chance to kind of pop off the freeway and see a lot of different things in that uh, space of miles. But how could we, from different zip codes, uh, identify where we could find this close to us?
2: So it's through the Division of Arts and Museums Traveling Exhibit Program, and the link and event dates will also be up on our website womenshistory.org.
1: All right. Does Better Days 2020 have its own website or is it within a womenshistory.org?
2: So, yes. The
0: organization has a main website, betterdays2020.org, which has information about the entire organization. But the Utah women's History.org is just the curriculum site. It's one of our many projects. So there's information on betterdays2020.org about the first to vote license plate that you can get from your DMV. Which I saw. <laughs> yeah, that's big. Yeah, and, and we and we also are supporting the um, the effort to change out the statue of Philo Farnsworth in National Statuary Hall with Dr. Martha Hughes Cannon, who was the first female state senator in the United States. And um, she was elected in 1896 with two other women who were elected to the House. So, um, we're, so we have efforts for that that are happening. Projects do we have, Catherine? I feel like <laughs> there's. So it's, many. it's really <laughs> exciting, and and yeah. I only have a few minutes
1: left. And what I think I want to do is just ask you. We're going to encourage everyone. Go to BetterDays2020.org. Go to UtahWomen'sHistory.org. Be thinking of the month of August as an opportunity to teach. Explore some of our very own important history to your young women, to your young men, to your husbands, to yourself. Ch- share it, know it so that you can talk about it. This information is right there and it's so compelling. I'm happy to follow you guys on Facebook and I'm always like cheering for my, in my nightgown, in my pajamas, <laughs> uh, what you're doing. But with, can I go back for wait, two minutes? We have an election coming up. So the goal of Better Days 2020 would be just to to do what well. what when it comes to the election. Was it what's our takeaway action? You'd like us to do?
2: Yeah, our hope is that as an organization that we can just make this history better known. We think there's power in understanding the past, understanding where we come from. Whether you're a lifelong Utahn or a new transplant, cultural legacy here of women's leadership and involvement in civic engagement. And I think that the history speaks for itself when you learn these facts. When you learn that leader, Utah was a leader, that women voted here for the first time. Um, In the United States as legally enfranchised women voters, I think that does something to the way you see yourself as an actor, the way you see your potential for civic engagement. we do want to make sure you get on here Rebecca is that we'll be having a public festival on September 20th at the Library Plaza in downtown Salt Lake it's free and open to the public we'll be celebrating the 100th anniversary of Utah ratifying the 19th Amendment have a lot of ways that we can highlight our partner organizations who are doing work to register women voters or to do lots of other things that support women September 20th Mm -hmm. Outdoor Festival yep at the Library Plaza beautiful Library Plaza, Plaza in downtown
1: Salt Lake City yep September 20th so we'll look for that information on Better Days 2020 as well yeah you can follow
2: us on social media as well yeah and in fact you're do you have a twitter handle we do it's better days 2020 and also instagram all right well done well done how about you Naomi
0: well um so I just think about how I want kids particularly to think about themselves as champions of change right that they can make a small and a big difference um in their own little in their sphere. It doesn't have to be like you're the first of something, but like the 50th of something and the 1,000th of something, right, is just as important as that very first.
1: Mm. And reading the history of other champions of change is one of those motivational steps to help kids uh, find the power within themselves. The time went by way too quickly. So I'm hoping that in the future you'll have time to come back. And let's talk some more about stage two. Four six fifty of Better Days twenty twenty. So I honor the efforts that you've made. The website for more information betterdays twenty twenty dot org or Utah Women's History dot org. Uh, at some point, we're going to refer to them as the famous authors, Naomi Watkins and Catherine Kitterman. The book coming out, Champions of Change. Thank you for joining me on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank, Thank you. you.